0: In our seventy-third year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM nine seventy and ninety-seven point one FM. Evans.
1: Ah, yes, thank you, Flash. Ah, our station boys, Flash. Hey, it's a Thursday, I think. Right? Yeah. October 27th and of course the year is 2022. Halloween just a few days away. Trick retreating too. I saw a photograph of my uh, grandson Orion in the costume he's made down in Chesapeake, Virginia. Very creative. All the kids down there are going to be looking sharp and doing their thing. and um, I miss them. All right. Good morning, folks. Welcome. This is the Party Line on WETH. 970 on AM, 97.1 on FM. All right. I'm Dave Palmer. Scott's here. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, As I said, October 27th it is, and uh, today is National Black
0: Cat Day.
1: Now, black cats are supposed to be um, Halloweenish, right? They're. um, Well, well, why does a black cat
0: get a bad rap? Yeah. Like that, I don't know. I I think they're beautiful.
1: They are. We have. I love black cats. We've got one in our neighborhood, and. um, couple of real gray cats and then mine is multicolored with with no white so it's got brown and black and a little bit of gray and anyway
0: yeah well let's see what I can find here in the Middle Ages yeah approximately AD 500 to 1500 in Europe When witchcraft became a concern was when people first began associating black cats with witches and bad luck. Why? Well, according to English folklore, witches could shape or shift into black cats and go haunting and havoc wreaking into the night. So apparently they became a black cat if they so desired.
1: That's a little
0: hard to take. Poor black cat. Mm. What about the good black cats, the naturally black cats? Yeah, that's right. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't get it. They, I think they're pretty cool.
1: Today is Navy Day. I assume they have an Army Day as well? Yes. And um, Yes. Air Force <clears> Day and all of that?
0: Yes. Of the seven uniformed branches. Wait a minute, seven. I thought there were only six too until I read that.
1: Now, wait a minute. Yeah, okay, let's, so let's try to Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. Yep. Then you have Coast Guard.
0: Yep. But I couldn't figure out the other one. What's the other one? Is it is it the Space Force now? Oh that could be it. Yes, yes. But now we're up to
1: six. Is, in, is that the number you had? Six?
0: Um, well, I read earlier it was seven. Okay, so, so what's missing? I, I don't know. We're missing one. Let me see if I can find something.
1: Okay. Well, while you're doing that, we'll keep going. Uh, today is National Civics Day. We need to look into that a bit further as well. But here's one that we can pretty much accept. National American Beer Day. Now, um... You know, there are so many more beers these days because there has just been this this wonderful thing with local breweries popping up all over the place. And, I, and, and it's not just Athens by any means. It's really throughout the nation. So local breweries. But um, while you're looking that up, we're, we're going to take a phone call here, Scott. Okay. Yeah, um, I've got
0: some information, but go
2: ahead.
1: Okay. Uh, good morning. You're on the air.
2: Good morning. Uh, you may recall or have not recalled, it was uh, Trump's uh, administration They came up with the uh, Space Force.
1: Yes, I do remember that. I didn't say it, but...
2: I'm not quite sure what that entails, but... But we still
1: think we're missing one. Do you have any hunch?
2: No, I think you named them, and you would know. You're former military. You would know those. Well... they all what you know.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, but we're thinking there's seven... And we've named six, so we're trying to figure out if if I'm wrong and there's only six or if there's still a seventh that we haven't named yet.
2: Do we include the National Guard with that?
0: Oh, I wonder.
2: You know, there's National Guards all over. Each, each uh, state has one. I yes. think each state has one. That's
0: quite possible, yes. That's
1: a good thought. We'll look into it. We'll, we'll look into it. There, I got it out.
2: Do you remember yesterday you were speaking about the... Uh, the new uh uh prime minister of uh england
1: um yes
2: well you were you probably don't remember that but you were and um i think it was yesterday it could have been the day before but the the new one um how many they've had now in the last six months or whatever it's been a very short period of time for england
3: uh-huh.
2: um, that guy's wife was in the news uh, in regard to um, some kind of dealings uh, contractual business things. She's richer than the king of England. Whoa. <laughs> imagine being that rich.
1: Uh, I can't. <laughs> That's beyond me.
2: As some I forgot the name of her company. But I keep forgetting, you know, we used to know when we went to school, public school, that what the countries were in the world. Now many of them have changed, so you know, you don't know where these things are now. But when you think of India, where do you, where do you think it's located? Would you think of it as being part of South Southeast Asia? I never did.
1: Um, but it is. Yeah, actually, I did. When you asked the question, that's what popped into my mind. Um, but but they're all
2: excited for about him, you know, becoming the 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 Prime Minister. And I believe he quit with this last uh, 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 the the last prime minister, the the woman. And it uh, wasn't in there more than, what, six weeks or something yeah, like that? right. And um, he was angry with her about something, but now he says he's going to clean up whatever mess he thought she made. Or, you know, it, maybe we should give people a little longer yeah.
1: than... Now, the, you he, said he quit.
2: He quit her... But now is great. he
1: going to... No, re- he quit is- her... His,
2: he, he was part of her administration... Yeah. financial something or other, I think. I could be incorrect with but, his title. But.
1: but now he intends to get back involved again?
2: No, no, he's now the prime minister.
1: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I lost track there.
2: That's okay. Uh, most people did because they kept switching them around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's why I was making comments about we used to know where the countries were, but now they've either broken up. They, they've sometimes gone into multiple countries, yes. maybe just two countries. <laughs> And they always seem to be at war uh, uh, in places in Africa that we thought was all settled, like this you know, Sudan and, and all of that. And we get these terrorist groups. That, remember that terrorist group that took over three hundred young girls in right. Nigeria,
3: right.
2: Boko Haram, I believe the the name was. They they rear their ugly head every now and then um, in the last month or so, and so you know it's um, it's a hard thing for Africa to be <laughs> to be having all these hard things because you know. Um, it's trying to be a settled uh, um, uh, continent,
3: yes. so, and it, it
2: <laughs> has all this stuff going on. But anyway, I just thought it was interesting that someone was that wealthy.
1: Well, uh, anyway. it's hard to imagine, isn't it?
2: Yes. Well, I thank you very much, and uh, thanks for reminding people that, because uh, I looked at the calendar and I just realized what you said, it's Halloween on Monday, so. hmm Trick-or-treating, and it will all be during the uh, daylight hours, right? As as
1: I understand it, and Scott, help us here, um, it's my understanding that trick-or-treating in Athens is 530 to 730. Yes.
2: Oh, it gets dark around 730 or before sometimes, yeah. And and I think trick-or-treating
1: should be just at the edge of darkness, you know, just because it's Halloween.
2: Right, but, you know, with, with people not paying all that much attention and so on, we don't want any of our little ones. We're middle-sized ones, I guess, or bigger ones, so whatever they are. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see what kind of costumes are out, out in the uh, neighborhoods uh, on Monday. Thank you so much, and really for all the work that you do. We really thank look
1: you. forward to it in okay. our home. Okay. Thank, thank, thank you,
2: you, both of you. you Have a good uh, day. Thank you. Thank you. You, you okay.
0: too.
1: Now, let's see. A question came up there that I wanted to turn and ask you. Okay, the schedule? I got it I back.
0: No. Oh, okay. okay.
1: No, we were talking about countries.
0: Oh, all right.
1: Very, uh, this is a like Google type question. And then it's in two parts. First off, how many countries are there in the
0: world? Oh my, a bunch. Well, yeah,
1: but I thought maybe there would be a current
0: number uh, according to what i'm seeing 195
1: 195 different nations
0: yeah it comprises 193 countries that are member states of the united nations and two countries that are non member observer states
1: well you just took into my second question which was how many are part of the united nations so do it one more time um
0: 195 countries and 193 of them
1: are with the UN.
0: Yeah, our right. member states, the two countries that are non-member observer states are the Holy See and the State of Palestine. Hmm. Holy See, I never heard of that. I way. have not heard of that as well. All right. Well, fair enough. Um back to the uh, armed forces. Yes. You ready for that? Um now, I've sort of forgotten what my question was. Well, what the seventh one? was, oh, oh we, yes, we okay. had six of them: Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, Special uh, Space Force, Coast Guard, and our caller suggestion was right: the National Guard. The National Guard. is the other one. Yes. So that's seven, right? Yeah. Okay. Now I go up to uh, another blurb. That says the term uniformed services means the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, Space Force, Coast Guard, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, and Public Health Service. But that one does not list the National Guard. So those are considered, quote unquote, uniformed services. Well... But I think I think we got it. Yeah, we were talking about armed forces, with the seven branches.
1: Okay, um, I mentioned that today was National Black Cat Day. Yeah, it's Navy Day. It's National American Beard Day. This last one here, I kind of like to have a little interpretation of
0: National Civics Day. Okay, um, um, National Civics Day. On October 27 celebrates the importance of civic education all across America. The observance also commemorates the date the Federalist Papers were first published on October 27th, 1787. These documents served as a foundation for the United States Constitution. Hmm. And uh, it goes on to say about the Federalist Papers, Alexander Hamilton, John Jay, and James Madison Wrote 85 essays under the pen name Publius, P U B L I U S. The essays were published in newspapers across New York State, and the first essay was published on October 27, 1787. The Federalist Papers supported the passing of the U.S. Constitution and urged citizens to ratify the legislation.
1: There you go. Very good. Well, I think we clobbered that well.
0: All right, let's see here. I remember having a class in junior high school called Civics Class. Oh, yes, class.
1: absolutely. You D- have that, too? My
0: teacher was Dave Dayton,
1: who um, was one of my better teachers. I mean, how do I want to put it? What I mean by that is he he kept you really always engaged in what he was saying. And you know what? He went on to become the chief of police at Worthington later
0: on. How about that? Yeah. Dave Dayton. I remember my teacher at the Athens Middle School was uh, Coach Ed Rano. Who oh, Ranno Field. Yeah, the baseball field is named after Ed Rano. And,
1: uh, hey, what was the name of the old football stadium,
0: the one down behind the school of music? I don't think there was a name. I think it was just Athens High School Stadium. And that was the high school stadium. Yeah, that was the high school field there. Okay. Yeah. I don't ever remember a name. You know, like they have names for everything now. Yeah. Like Paperclip Stadium at the field of Barney Rubble on the land of Fred Flintstone or whatever it is. I know. Anyway, hey, hey, we
1: got another caller. Let's get him on board.
0: Good morning. Okay, here's something to think of. Wasn't there at one time an organization called the Merchant Marines?
1: I think there was. Yes.
0: And it was at least associated with the military. Now, I don't even know if it still exists or anything, but I was kind of thinking that because with the National Guard, you've got Army National Guard, Air Force National Guard, you've got Navy Reserves, you know. So, aren't they all part of those organizations? Yes, they're all part of the National Guard, from what I understand. Yes. But, but anyway, I was just wondering about the Merchant Marine, yeah, uh, yeah. if they even still exist. Well, Scott's uh, typing away here. Oh, they were prim- <laughs> <laughs> they were primarily used in um, World War II as um, merchant ships that were transporting supplies. Across yeah, and the, a lot of them got sunk, too. Yes, they did. They were unarmed. Uh, they were transporting ammunition, uh, food, clothing, uh, supplies, that, you know, that we live with, or at the time, they lived with every day. And a lot of those ships didn't make it, you know, to yeah. to the U.K. or France or where they were going. I know, and they're really important. It was those German wolf packs that hunted them down, yep. the, the sub packs. Yep, the U-boats. Yep, yep. So anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in for a little more discussion. Yeah. Glad you did. Thank you. Yeah, they, You're welcome. It, they were nearly uh, 250,000 civilian merchant mariners who served as part of the U.S. military and delivered supplies and armed forces personnel by ship to foreign countries in uh, World War II.
1: Folks, obviously those last two callers had over the years written down our phone number to
0: participate.
1: Uh, if you'd like to do so, Um, The number is 740-592-6646. 592-6646. Or the 888 number
0: is the same, too.
1: Yeah, we have uh, toll-free. So um, is it 800 or 888? I think it's 888. Okay, so if, if, you know, first of all, most people now with cell phones, they don't bother with, worrying about long-distance fees but if you're using an old-fashioned phone where they do charge long-distance fees and you want to call from far away then go triple eight five nine two six six four six
0: hey i have a little story to share if if i may about uh, civics class okay my civics class in eighth grade and uh... mister ranos class we had To memorize the Gettysburg address and individually get up in front of the class and regurgitate that entire address regurgitate yes well we had to say the entire we had to memorize it and then say it speak it in front of the entire class You talk about... Can you do it today? Are you kidding? I don't know. I it? Can you you remember the first line? Yeah, four score and seven years ago. Our fathers brought forth a new nation, and then after that, you know, take it from there, coach. (laughs) But anyway, uh, you talk about being petrified, speaking in front of your classmates and trying to remember all of that. That was a, a little bit of a harrowing experience, as they say. But go. but I got through it. And one more thing about Coach Rano, I will say that man had a deadly aim with an eraser. <laughs> <laughs> if someone
1: wasn't paying attention, the eraser would fly. Yes,
0: it would. And if they were talking in class, uh, he noticed them. He would reach around so quietly and grab an eraser off of the chalkboard tray there. Mm without hardly moving, and all of a sudden flip flip that thing and never missed who he was aiming at, whoever was disrupting class or talking or acting up or whatever. (laughs) I don't think you could do that in schools today Well, without getting a harassment claim filed or child abuse or something like that since they've taken away punishment. Uh, they've taken punishment out of schools
1: back to our phones again good yes. morning good
3: morning boy did Scott bring back memories from my eighth grade class <laughs> I had to do the same damn thing oh, oh it was was I ever nervous and I've been nervous in front of the class ever since <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to say when you said your uh, grandson was dressed up as I'd like to know what all their costumes were. Uh,
1: I, okay. All I know is they made it completely from scratch. And, like, his, be- his, his ears are like a pair of his dad's socks
3: <laughs>
1: that are hanging down. And it's all black and white materials. And he wasn't like, wearing it. He was holding it up to
3: show oh
1: in okay. the photograph
3: or sort of like a scarecrow would be huh well if, i mean yeah i guess you could crows out, have
1: long ears i guess
3: well it, they can have anything you want because they scare the crows but i i also have to have a sideline that scott scott it's hard to find you ever entering your show your phone when you're on there your oh good sentimental journey
0: that's good i must <laughs> be doing other things then. yes
3: you're a busy guy yeah. But the one thing I wanted to tell you when I did call is I heard another version of Sentimental Journey that you might not have, or maybe you do, Okay. by the Ames Brothers.
0: Oh, yes, I do have that.
3: Oh, good. Yeah. I heard it Saturday on that that show out, a uh, week radio station that plays old-time music on Saturday mornings.
0: Yeah. Actually, I think I played it one, one day last week, I'm pretty sure.
3: It's a nice version. It is, yeah. yeah.
0: I'll do it again this morning. How about that?
3: Hey, that sounds great. Okay. And, and we, oh, you guys make this morning interesting. We look forward <laughs> to hearing you every day.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank, thank
0: you. you. you
1: <laughs> bye bye. See ya. Um, well, let's see here. Um, with Halloween coming around um, very soon, I, whoops, I turned, didn't turn his phone off. Um, it, 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 um, witches, right? You always think of witches at Halloween. Um, witches are among us. And you just won't find them wear, wearing pointy hats or riding broomsticks. Or Boy, that's for sure. Boiling I'm eye sorry. of Newt in a cauldron.
0: Forgive me, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I said that's for sure. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, so uh, here's a little study about what are the best witches, I'm sorry, best cities for witches. Now so um, the best cities, New York is number one, Los Angeles number two. Then comes Houston, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Diego. Portland, that's Oregon, Seattle, Austin, Texas, and then in 10th place, San Francisco. Now, similarly, they put up what is what are the worst cities. And the two very worst ones are Pasadena in Texas and Warren in Michigan. Coming in 3rd, Patterson, New Jersey. 4th, North Las Vegas. 5th, Thornton, Colorado. 6th, uh, the city in Kansas that I can't pronounce. 7th, uh, Yonkers, New York. 8th, Miramar, Florida. Ninth, Bridgeport, Connecticut. And 10th, Cape Coral, in Florida. Okay, have you ever known a witch?
0: <laughs> no, no, no I'm serious um, not, I, I've, Let's see Boy, how do I do this? I better do this delicately Yes, I. not a true one But I've, I've encountered a few That I, I question whether or not They could be Okay <laughs> I know a witch Okay
1: um, She's alive She's in Athens, and she's a very nice person. And you can talk to her about the the topic. And she is a good witch. She will tell you that. Um, Let's see. What's the? Are they called tarot cards?
0: Oh, it, yes okay taROt
1: something like that yeah um, which I don't know a thing about but she is an expert in that and um, she, it's just an
0: interesting thing okay does she cast spells I don't know if she does I need they're, I, they're I good need to meet with her I think they're good spells if If she does it. Okay. Well, forget that then. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) That made no sense, man. Okay.
1: Um, So, anyway, witches. We all think about them, particularly this time of year. Okay. How about historical events? On this date of October 27th, but in then in the year 312, the Roman Emperor, Constantine the Great, is said to have received his famous vision of the cross. On this date in 1795, Picney's Treaty, also known as the Treaty of San Lorenzo, was signed by Spain and the United States and established the southern boundary of the U.S. and giving Americans the right to navigate the Mississippi River. On this date in 1962, Black Saturday during the Cuban Missile Price, Crisis, an American spy plane is shot down over Cuba, and the Navy troops the Navy drops warning depth. Charges on Soviet submarines. That was a very ticklish period. Twenty years later, in 1982, China announces its population has reached 1 billion plus people. And in 1986, the British government deregulates financial markets in a big bang plus enhancing London's status as a financial capital while increasing income inequality. Okay. Well, let's do some birthdays. James Cook, born in 1728, died in 1779. James Cook.
0: Captain... James Cook. He was a British explorer, navigator, cartographer, and captain in the British Royal Navy, famous for his three voyages between 1768 and 1779 to the Pacific Ocean and to New Zealand and Australia in particular.
1: Let's move on to the next one, Theodore Roosevelt.
0: Of course, a former president. 26th U.S. president.
1: He was born in 1858. He died in 1919.
0: Often referred to as Teddy or by his initials T.R. He was uh, the 26th president of the U.S. from 1901 to
1: 1909. Now here's a name that I'm not familiar with. And I'm probably be embarrassed because she <clears throat> well anyway Sylvia Plath P L A T H she was born on this date in 1932 she died in 1963
0: Sylvia Plath was an American poet, novelist, and short story writer. She is credited with advancing the genre of confessional poetry hmm. and is best known for two of her published collections which are the Colossus and uh, doesn't tell me what the other one is she also published the poem Daddy, Lady Lazarus, Tulips The Applicant and Mad Girl's Love Song
1: the last of the so called famous birthdays is that of John Gotti and uh, he was born in 1940 he died in 2002 a bad guy right
0: Well, he he wasn't a good guy. We'll we'll say that, yes. He was an American gangster and boss of the Gambino crime family in New York City.
1: Okay, two famous deaths to share with you. And um, uh, history is my weakest topic. And I've heard of one of these. But Akbar... A.K.B.A.R. He was um, born in 1542. He died on this date in 1605.
0: And what was the birth date? 1542. Yes. Uh, let's see. There's a bunch of names there too. A.K.B.A.R. Uh, yep, popularly known as Akbar the Great, and also known as Akbar the First, was the third Mughal emperor who reigned from 1556 to 1605. Uh, he succeeded his father who helped the younger emperor expand, the younger emperor being Bahram Khan and the consolidate Mughal domains in India. Let's see, they say, was he a good king? That always interests me when they throw these right. questions there. Right,
1: and I'm, I want to know, too.
0: He's considered one of the greatest rulers of all time. Hmm. Although he was a fierce warrior, he was a wise ruler, popular with the people he conquered.
1: Well, the other <clears throat> famous death, again, way back, um, Ivan the Great. Ivan was born in um, 1440. And he died on this date in
0: 1505. As opposed to Ivan the Terrible. <laughs> he was, uh, the great that is, was the Grand Prince of Moscow and Grand Prince of all Russia. Ivan served as the co-ruler and regent for his blind father Vasily, Vasily II from the mid-1450s before he officially ascended to the throne in 1462 and what is he known for uh, let's see he subdued most of the great Russian lands by conquest or by the voluntary allegiance of princes uh, that were one again parts of Ukraine interesting yeah with the situation there today um Let's see, what about the hard news?
1: Well, let's see, we've got um, a story out of Wisconsin. The Wisconsin jury yesterday convicted 40-year-old Daryl Brooks Jr. of killing six people and injuring at least 60 others. In November, after his SUV slammed into a Christmas parade at an in the Milwaukee suburb of Waukesha, Waukesha. um, Brooks was found guilty on all 76 charges in the deadly hit-and-run, including six counts of intentional homicide and 61 counts of recklessly endangering safety. Each homicide count carries a mandatory life sentence Well, each of the counts for reckless endangerment carries a maximum sentence of more than 17 years in prison. I don't think the guy's going to get out. Not likely. He did plead not guilty in February, and he went on to represent himself at the trial after firing his public defenders. He also initially pled guilty by insanity and later withdrew that plea the trial was marked by a series of clashes between Brooks and the judge including Brooks arguing with the judge and taking his shirt off after being removed from the courtroom uh, Say the guy had an attitude
0: yeah simpler words yes
1: Let's see here, Russian forces have been carrying out nuclear drills in the last day or two, launching ballistic and cruise missiles from land and sea across the country to the Kura test site, which is in Russia's far eastern Kamchatka province. The tests were reportedly part of a scheduled drill But come as Moscow has increasingly referenced the potential use of nuclear weapons in the Ukraine. We sure want to avoid that. Let's see, what's going on with the PGA? It seems like there's some question there. The U.S. Justice Department probe into the PGA tour's alleged anti-competitive behavior has now expanded into several major institutions in the sport. Reports claim the inquiry now involves the organizers of the prestigious U.S. Open and the Masters tournaments, among others. Oh, I hate to see stuff like that. Yeah. It's just... Play the game and not have any drama. Drama or weirdness. Yeah. Okay. Well, those are a couple there. The New York Times we turn to next, with about seven minutes remaining of today's program. Um kind of remember this. Five years ago, the journalist David Wallace-Wells explored a worst-case scenario for climate change, one in which the planet warned by as much as five degrees Celsius by the year 2100. This journalist Caused widespread extreme weather, economic collapse, famine, and war um, fears. Well, now David sees the level of doom is much less likely. He writes in an essay for Sunday's climate issue of the New York Times magazine, where he is a columnist. While five degrees of warming once seemed possible, scientists now estimate that the Earth is on track to warm only by two to three degrees. Once again, we're talking about Celsius. So two or three degrees is like, what, five to seven?
0: Something like that, yep.
1: On the uh, Fahrenheit Fahrenheit. scale? Mm Mm-hmm. The difference might not seem huge, but it translates to fewer record-breaking floods, storms, droughts, and heat waves, and potentially thousands of millions of lives saved in the coming decades. They go on, the window of possible climate features is uh, of, uh, of climate futures is narrowing. And as a result, we are getting a clearer sense of what's to come. A new world full of disruption, but also billions of people well past climate normal and yet mercifully short of true climate apocalypse. Well, in other words, humanity has made progress on one of the most serious challenges it's ever faced. In this, David, this is a quote I've grown more optimistic than I used to be. The end game looks calmer and more stable than it did a few years ago. So how did we get to this point? There are three major explanations. First, the use of coal, which provides about 30% of the world's energy, is expected to further decline. Second, renewable energy prices have plummeted since 2010. For example, solar power, more than 85%, wind, more than 55%. And that affordability has made them a viable alternative to fossil fuels. And then finally, the third item, and final item, global powers have adopted serious plans to fight climate change. Those in countries include, of course, right here, the United States which recently enacted sweeping incentives for cleaner energy through the Inflation Reduction Act. Such policies could push warming down even more than the experts are currently estimating. Well, folks, um, the bottom line is if you can do anything about it in your own life, do so. There are certain incentive programs out there for solar and things like that. And um, so look it over. Right? Yes. All right. <clears throat> and we are fortunate in Athens to have several companies that are very. In the leadership mode, you might say, of such services. Okay, and then uh, in the last two minutes here, I have a story. It says uh, the 2022 states with the most and least powerful voters. So uh, they divide it by gubernatorial, that means the governor's, house elections so members of the house of reps and senate to my amazement the number one state in both senate elections and gubernatorial is wyoming <laughs> And as I've told you many times, I used to know a former governor of Wyoming. Knew him rather well. But uh, still today, um, as at least for governors and Senate, Wyoming is number one. Coming in two, again, the same state, it's Vermont. Number three, also the same state, Alaska. Now, when it comes to fourth, Maine is number fourth in gubernatorial, but New Hampshire is coming in fourth in Senate elections. Well, I don't know if we fully understand what all this means, but we've talked about the Senate and the gubernatorial. Let's at least do the top five or four for House elections. And they say most powerful state for that, Minnesota.
0: Yeah, you got about 10 seconds.
1: Alaska, Maine,
0: then Colorado. Does that say 58 or 59? I think it's
1: 59, isn't it? Well, we have three seconds. Okay. So. <laughs> have a great day out there, folks.
0: In our 73rd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970
2: and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H.
3: is CBS News On The Hour, presented by Indeed.com.
2: I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Dow is soaring, up 303 points right now after this morning's report from the Commerce Department on the gross domestic product. Despite rising inflation and interest rates, the GDP grew at a better-than-expected 2.6% pace in the third quarter. New York Times economy reporter Jenna Smilek.
3: When you look at this GDP number, it's pretty good news, right, because it tells us conclusively that after two straight quarters of declines in real GDP, we're not in a recession. You know, the
2: economy is clearly growing. But many analysts say recessions still looms. President Biden says the new GDP numbers are evidence recovery continues to power forward. Russia's foreign minister.